Ah, uh, yes. Welcome to another great episode of the Sheesh and Friends podcast. We got another episode of the QB Carousel, except they're not going anywhere. They're coming back for one more year. That is Cam Newton to the New England Patriots. Hey, Dev, can you give us the details of that contract, and what are your thoughts on that deal? Yeah, so the contract <clears throat> is a base salary of $5.1 million if he is healthy and on the roster. He'll get 6.6 if he starts every game. 8.6 if they get a playoff spot and he starts every game and 13.6 if the Patriots make the playoffs I think if he hits some target numbers and if they go to the Super Bowl or something like that really then I think the number we're, we're realistically looking at is either that 6.6 hit maybe the 8.6 right for Cam yeah. Newton and I think that's a, a still kind of an overpay like Cam could have maybe gone on a, a minimum deal Right, but I think they're rewarding him for. They think he's going to be better another year in the system. He's not going to have to deal with COVID, right? He got COVID, and we saw. We kind of talked about it last episode with Andy Dalton. A lot of the quarterbacks, a lot of the players who got COVID didn't look the same after for for a while. Right. Yeah. No, and uh, I think they just trust him. You know, they always mm-hmm. spend a year with him in the system. He kind of knows what's going on. He believes in Bill Belichick, so like, why not? I think when everyone saw that first figure, they're like, "Whoa, one year, thirteen million! Like, Cam's yeah. paid. That is a lot of money." But like, when you look at the real, you know, the reality of it, it's not that much money. And like you mentioned, it might be still in a little bit of a little bit in an overpay. But like, you've already invested some time into Cam, and he's shown glimpses of being like a pretty good quarterback a couple of weeks mm-hmm. last year. So, you know, uh, I, I don't think it's too bad and and he did like if we, if we talk about like last year what happened right one we talked about it before the year the entire Patriots defense opted out <laughs> right? Right, right. so how good did we really expect them to be I think me you and Shahan all predicted seven and nine which is what they ended up at right yeah um and yeah I thought look yeah Cam's numbers are awful I think he had like the worst like one of the worst passing seasons that I've ever seen, right? In terms of just the raw numbers. But he did get his 12 rushing touchdowns. He won games while he was healthy. Uh, I think he was seven and six as a starter or something like that. Um, yeah. And so, like, that's that's what you want from him. And he earned another year. And he's he's essentially a bridge quarterback, right? I, I think both of us expect them to – to maybe like they could still make a move maybe and get a Jimmy Garoppolo, maybe go get someone else. And then they can figure out what to do with the cam contract. He's not so expensive. You can't have him as a backup. Right. And right. right. They may go get a rookie quarterback. They may go get, I don't know, a Sam Darnold or someone and have them sit behind cam. You know, you, you, they have options, right? So we'll see what happens. I think most importantly for the Packer, for the, for the Patriots, Cam is someone who is good enough to hopefully get this team into the playoffs. And we'll talk about why we think they might be a playoff team yeah. coming up as well. Right. Okay, so, so first off, Sam Darnold would be fantastic. But, but there's no the way Jets, hell yeah. the Patriots and Jets are making him deal. Yeah, as as, you know. Especially with Bill Belichick still, still head coaching over there. But like you mentioned, you know, he is kind of a bridge quarterback. And like you mentioned, they do have the number 15 pick in the draft. So they, they potentially move up and, and select a, you know, a quarterback and, you know, let him you know, just learn from Cam for a year and, and whatnot to back. And you might be like, whoa, that's not the Patriot way. Well, as we just found out today, the first day of free agency, the Patriots had thrown the Patriots way to the side. They're like, <laughs> yo, F this. Usually they're like all about the comp picks, you know, 
making these nice maneuvers, flipping veterans for more picks, and they're like, whoa, whoa, the Patriots are doing genius shit. But like today, they are maxing out their credit cards. They're like, yo, we, we signed Cam. We're going to give him help this time, right? And they already day one they signed six players right like more than anyone else like we haven't heard too much about any other <laughs> nfl team they might sign one player but, like the pages are going all out to try to make the playoffs right and i think bill belichick's really upset that brady went out and won the super bowl he's like yo this looks bad on me i'm getting my players back from last year that opted out uh you know i'm just ready to max out this credit card and, and, and get the players i need i need the talent and and they're making a strong push for the playoffs this year yeah it's it's kind of it's kind of crazy, right? Because even without going and being this big of spenders, I expected them to be a playoff team. Yeah. And the problem is now with the way they spent, this would have made a lot of sense if they got Jimmy Garoppolo, if they got a quarterback that we expect can take them to a Super Bowl. I don't know if Cam Newton is that quarterback. And so now it's the question of will they have that quarterback next year? And maybe maybe that is the plan. Maybe the plan is trade up, get Trey Lance, and start him in 2022, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I think they're still up, like, things up their sleeves, right? Like you mentioned, mm-hmm. they could still make a trade, sign a free agent, or maybe just draft someone. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen. But, like, I think Camel is, at least like you were talking about earlier, he's at least good enough to get you into the playoffs, right? Um, yeah. And I feel like that's just their goal this year, is to try to be back in that Patriot way of, of winning. And and their their team is built around their defense, right? So really what you're what you're wanting from Cam is maybe twenty points a game, maybe, right? Yep. You right. might be able to squeak out some fourteen seven wins, fourteen ten, you know, give one of like these wins you you know, who knows? With the Patriots defense, they might be able to win a game seven three. Like right. <laughs> it's really you just need you need someone who is just going to make the right decisions, who's going to keep the ball moving, right? And Cam, with his, with his legs, he still led the league in rushing touchdowns last year. I mean, you, you would expect him to, to be able to run for a few first downs on, on these third downs and keep the chains moving a little bit, keep your defense rested. And that's kind of what they're looking for. I think Cam fits what they need. Yeah. So like going into last year, we we're like, yo, Tom Brady left because he was done with the Patriots. You know, he was done with Bill. And, you know, that offense wasn't that great. Right. Like they didn't have all the weapons. You know, is he can go back to an old ass Julian Edelman. Right. Like, you know, he's just like, uh, whatever. There's better, better pastures in Tampa Bay. And we saw it, it worked out. Right. Mm-hmm. But then we we're like, yo, Cam Newton went there. He doesn't have that many weapons to work with. And, you know, it, it wasn't that great. So they made a lot of moves. Three of the six signings are on offense. Right. They're they're yeah. willing to give Cam the help he needs, and that first and two of them are receivers. Two of them are receivers. <laughs> the third being a tight end, right? And yeah. the first the first uh, signing today was Johnu Smith, who is like a top six, top seven tight end in the league. He is a stud, and I think is a great deal. You know, it's always nice to have a safety blanket at tight end, right? That that can go down the middle, get you those you know five, ten, fifteen yards at a time, and you know, especially for someone like Cam, right? Someone. He he needs that comfort, right? He had that Greg Olson with Carolina, and they they worked so well together, right? It's just so nice when you have that offensive, you know, tight end. And I think Johnny Smith going to the Patriots was was fantastic for them. Yeah, I think so as well. Like Johnny Smith, they're paying him what four year fifty, which is yeah. so so essentially you're paying you know twelve and a half a year for a tight end. That's 
top 10 in the league, that's pretty good value, right? And yeah. and that's someone that I think we saw what Cam Newton was able to do with a great tight end in his time in Carolina. And so I think that's like a good – it's a good fit as well, right? It's it's what they wanted. You know, if you're, if you're going to spend money on Cam, better a tight end than a deep threat receiver, right? For, right, for, right. for what he – his skill set. Yeah. And you can always tell from the past, you know, past decade with with the Patriots, they always love good tight ends, right? And yeah. even you know the Martellus Bennett's, they they make good use of, right? And obviously the the Aaron Hernandez and and Gronk, you know, sets those were fantastic. So they know how important tight ends are. And I think, like I said, that just having that safety net and someone that's actually like a really talented player, it, it, it's great. And four fifty, four four fifty is 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 pretty good. Um, and then moving on to the second. Signing was, was Dolphins nose tackle, uh, Devon Godcho, uh, and that was for two and 16. Uh, he's actually one of the better nose tackles in the league. Uh, I've kept an eye on him, especially when I play Madden. Like, he's, he's a good player to, to trade for, so I kept an eye on him. He, he's a stud, so they're bolstering that defense. You know, they're ready to, to get one of the pr- premier defenses in the league, and that's that a good signing as well, right? And I think that, uh I think with with that too, you're looking at the the page the Patriots have have like this great defense, but a lot of it is in their and their um like their linebackers, their corners, and their safeties, right? So it's good to help bolster that line, right? And and you know they they doubled down on it. They got Matt yeah. Judon, right, the linebacker yeah. <laughs> from the Ravens. That was a big <laughs> signing, and you know Judon was for four years, fifty six million, and like I said, that's that move was just like, whoa, right? We're like, whoa, the pages are really just, you know, they have a lot of money to use and they're spending it, right? And I think that was a great signing and I hopefully it works out for them. Right, and I think this one was 56 million, 32 guaranteed. That's a lot of money. That's way more than you ever see the Patriots spend on anyone, period. Yeah, yeah. That, like I said, that was really <laughs> shocking. Uh, yeah. and Hey, you know, they, they took someone away from the Ravens, you know, I'm sure they're happy with that too. Uh, but like I said, and the Titans, things. right? So they're, they're kind of taking out the AFC, <laughs> right? People that have screwed them off in the past few years. They're just like, yo, F you. Uh, yeah. So Johnny Smith, God show, you know, Matt Judon, fantastic. The other three I'm a little questionable about. They signed the defensive back, Jalen Mills, who's with the Eagles. You know, they moved him around from cornerback to safety. And let's see what he does with the Patriots. But he got paid, right? He got paid uh, $24 uh, million for four years, right? Yeah. And I think, uh, I don't know, maybe Bill sees something that a lot of people don't. Uh, but, yeah. So you know? the important <laughs> part about that contract is the $9 million guaranteed, right? So they can move on from him next year with a small cap hit if they just want to cut him after next year. And the year after that, I think it's all like they've paid through the guaranteed money so they can cut him for nothing after. So really, if they can get two years out of him, he's probably not playing this whole contract, right? He's probably getting cut before before the end of it. Um, right. But I don't know. From from talking to uh, to like Eagle fans on Twitter – they hate this guy. Yeah. They they hate him. They like all I've heard is how garbage he is. 
So <laughs> he is total garbage. Like as a Cowboys fan, I know this player and I was so happy he was on the Eagles for so long. I'm like, this guy sucks. Right. And they kept on, you know, they, they, I think they even, yeah, man, I don't know. I thought they'd move on from earlier. Right. Um, but like I said, that's not too bad. Like you mentioned, the guaranteed money is not that much. Um, and maybe, maybe they can, you know, bring him back to, to what his potential was. Well, and let's be clear, like DBs, and cornerbacks, safeties, they've all looked better with the Patriots. Like, so many of them have looked their best with the Patriots, and then they go get these big paydays and are garbage. Right, right. right. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, I'm pretty sure Malcolm Butler got cut by the Titans. Yeah. So maybe reunion's, you know, going to happen with the Patriots. <laughs> right, but Malcolm Butler is one where it's like he's looking good, right? And then they obviously – something was happening – they sat him out in that Super Bowl. Honestly, they, Belichick probably threw away a Super Bowl for his pride there, <laughs> sitting Malcolm Butler against the the Eagles and giving up the whatever like six million yards passing they did that Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. And then they ended out the day with two signings, like you mentioned, wide receivers. Right, Kendrick Bourne from the 49ers. He got paid. Uh, looks like 22 and a half for three years, right? And they also got Nelson Aguilar from the Raiders, who was actually the Raiders' like number one wide receiver, right? Obviously, Waller's their number one, you know, overall option, Target. but yeah. yeah, but Nelson Aguilar was actually leading the wide receivers and he, he looked way better than he did with the Eagles, right? And I guess that, that's what they're hoping with Jalen Mills take him away from the Eagles and maybe you got something. Um, but I think that the Nelson Aguilar was pretty much an overpay, you know, that. He's getting paid 11 per year, right? 26 over 2, 11 is the base salary. And I was just like, that is quite a bit. But if he's still as good as he was with Oakland, I think that's a good move. Right. And we, and we talked about this that, like, I actually expected Aguilar to resign, honestly, because I guess uh, the Raiders are probably going to go fill that hole with Smith Smith Schuster now. But to me, when, when I'm looking at the Patriots, I'm like, look, they need a number one, right? right. Is Aguilar that true number one receiver? I think both of us would probably say no, right? <laughs> right. And and we don't even know if – I don't even know if Juju is that. I think Juju's probably better as a number two receiver as well. But Kenny Galladay is available. Juju is available. And at $11 million, you know, 13 with all the incentives, you might have been able to go – you know, put two two million more and go reach and try to get these, you know, these two better receivers. And I think that would have worked a little bit better, honestly. But I think one Juju is probably off the table, considering his antics. Right? That yeah. seems like a very non-Patriot signing. I I didn't expect them to go. I expected them to go spend money on receivers, but I didn't expect them to go get Galladay. Right, Aguilar right. was a was a interesting one for sure, but it's a lot of money. Yeah, so like I totally get why the Raiders didn't sign him back. I mean, they obviously do have two young players as well with Rugs up and coming and uh, Brian Edwards as well. But yeah. yeah, like you mentioned, I don't know the <laughs> the price for him just didn't make sense, right? And even if you can't get the Juju or or Galladay, but like there's Will Fuller who I think wants to sign a one year deal, right? I feel like that could have been good. Um, mm-hmm. You could also go for someone like. Curtis Samuel or Corey Davis, right? Like, right. I, I don't know what this was, but you know, I don't think he has to be the number one here as well, right? I think Johnny will actually lead quite a bit with the targets, and then yeah. you also have Julian Edelman 
Nelson Aguilar is there, obviously. Jacoby Myers, Nikhil Harry, and then, you know, Kendrick Bourne as well. That's a nice little squad you got going there. And and it is one of those things, right? We, we'll talk about Kendrick Bourne, but I think so, so far, Nikhil Harry has been a major bust, right, yeah. for the Patriots. And, like, I think we had talked about going into his rookie year that I thought maybe he had, like, outside potential for Offensive Rookie of the Year that year coming in with Tom Brady, throwing to him. But then he was just hurt the whole year. Yeah. So it's hard, hard to win an award when you're not even on the field. Right, right, yeah. And, and then he's just not looked great since all those injuries his rookie year. I, I just don't know. I, I really don't know because I want to believe in him. I want to believe that Nikhil Harry could be that guy. And uh, this is the way to see if he is, right? You added a tight end. You added Kendrick Bourne, who is a true, like, third option receiver. You yep. still have Edelman. You add Aguilar. You know, you, Nikhil Harry, if, you got no excuses now. Now right. is the time to show out. Yeah, like, now he's going to be fighting for reps, right? Exactly. And, you know, you're taking the pressure off him. You're like, okay, you're not the number one. You're not the number two. So like, you're not even the number three. Right, like, you got to prove yourself and, you know, work for those reps. And, you know, now you're in competition, right? And I think it's a good thing, right? You take the pressure off of not being that top receiver. Uh, and he is, you know, a bust so far. But, you know, if he becomes something, right, then you've got something really good going on with the Patriots. And he is still their, like as much as the Patriots have concerning Cam Newton's their quarterback, he is their deep threat receiver. Right? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and, and Aguilar, I guess too, but you know, it's, it's just going to be interesting to see, to see what happens. And with, we talked about like, you know, how Aguilar looked better after leaving the Eagles. Right. Yeah. I, I do wonder. So last year, Kendrick Bourne ended up with, I think I have the numbers here, 49 catches, 667 yards. That's really good. He had no one throwing to him last year, right? Yeah, yeah that's, that's a good point. Um, honestly, the 49ers were, like, super, dude, super injury, right? Like, they, they had so all these injuries going on. Uh, they had the plague going on over there. And then also, it's just, like, they just fed Brandon Ayuk. That was basically it, right? Yeah. That was their offense. Yeah, it, it's just been interesting, right? I think I think when we talk about the most underrated quarterbacks in the league, Derek Carr has to be, like, at the top of that list, <laughs> right? Uh, and, like, the Aguilar signing kind of shows, like, what the difference is when you get a quarterback that's consistently hitting you on deep routes and not just throwing the ball away or throwing in the ground or holding it too long, right, that Carson Wentz has been doing. Yeah. That's definitely true. Yeah, I, I mean, Nelson Aguilar looked really good. And I just remember there's that funny story of, you know, someone in Philadelphia, you know, saving a baby from the <laughs> burning like building. And he's like, he's, like, yeah, he's like, I had to catch it. I'm not Aguilar, right? Like, I'm not dropping stuff over here. <laughs> legendary, legendary YouTube video, right? <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, but, man, he looked really good last year. And like I said, I, I think these are good moves. At least you're improving your offense. You're giving Cam the 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 weapons and, and some nice options here. And, like, the Patriots are making a strong push for the playoffs. They want to be back there. And I think I think that's great, right? Like, you don't really expect this from the Patriots, but, like, I'm all about it, right? Like, if you want to win, go out. Go out and do what you can. And they had all this cap space this offseason, so might as, might as well use it. Yeah, I, I think it's real interesting, right? And I think when when you look at 
when you look at trying to make the playoffs, the first thing you want to do is check what division you're in, right? Yeah. Okay, they look, okay, the Bills are probably the best team in their division, so they're probably trying to compete for a wild card spot. But they probably still have, you know, three free wins on their out of their division, right? Because I assume they're going to beat the Jets twice. And then, you know, the Dolphins are looking a little bit better, but you're probably looking to split one of those games. And yeah. if you can split a game, split the game with the Bills, you know, you're looking, you're looking fantastic towards making the playoffs. Um, and they were third in their division this year, right? So they're going to be playing that third-place schedule. I don't know how it all works with the 17, uh, that 17th game. I'm not sure how the new schedule works yet. Well, yeah. I'm sure we'll figure that out as, it, as the details come out. But, you know, I, I think the Patriots are a playoff team right now when we're sitting here. And, you know, props to Cam for getting paid. Good, good on Aguilar. Good on all of their players that were able to cash in on the Patriots finally spending their money. But we'll see. We'll see how, how far it goes. I just don't see them as a Super Bowl contender. Yeah. yeah like you were, we were talking about earlier, I think they're definitely probably like a year away, right? They've signed all these vets to try and see what they have. And hopefully they can get like a better quarterback in there and do what they need to do. But I think they're, they're, agenda and what they want to do is just make the playoffs again and like they're kind of on the border last year anyways and with this you know seven teams making the playoffs i i think they're they're gonna yeah. make it and well, uh, they're all about it and i think like you mentioned the third um the third seed like schedule right for your division like that is this is a huge thing right like, you might not think about it but like it plays a huge role right the cowboys also get that third place schedule this year which we're looking forward to um yeah I, I don't know. It's it's just so interesting with with everything going on um, where where all the dominoes are going to fall this year. Looks like the Patriots are making moves, and by the time we're recording this, probably signed like three other people. We just don't know <laughs> about it yet. Uh, we'll have to cover that at yeah. some other point. But uh, I mean, yeah, I, I love it. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So, and you had mentioned earlier that you know Belichick was getting a little envious seeing Tom Brady and his success. I think uh, that probably tacked on when he saw Brady restructuring. <laughs> he saw Brady taking pay cuts. And the Bucks are now right, the Super Bowl favorites for next year. Belichick's like, man, I got enough heat from everyone saying I lost this divorce. I need to at least make the playoffs because if the Bucks win another Super Bowl, then, then it's going to look real bad for if you're Belichick. Yeah. But at least if you can get into the playoffs and the Bucks maybe lose in the playoffs, then you can be like, okay, see, we're right here. You know, we lo- we're right here with the Bucks still. Uh, I, that's that's exactly what he's hoping for, right? Like I was listening to someone. They said like, okay, if the Patriots don't make the pay- playoffs for the next, you know, two more years, right? And the Bucks, you know, at least go to one more. Like, oh my God, that is such a like big stain on uh, Belichick's legacy, right? Because like that's what everyone's gonna think about. They'd be like, yo, Brady's the one that took them. And like I said, Brady won with the Bucks. They look like the favorites right now, and you know, obviously the play the Patriots missed last year. So like I said, Bill Belichick's like, yo, I at least need to make it this year, and you know, be like, hey, at least we're contenders, right? Like that's all you want. And the the other big news, right, for the Brady front is that with Brees retiring. Brady is going to have every single quarterback record. Yeah. Because Breeze, I think so, him and Breeze have been going back and forth on the touchdowns for a while. And I think he's about 1,000 yards or maybe 2,000 yards behind Breeze 
for total total lifetime yards, but that's definitely gone because he's right. definitely going to pass that this year, assuming yeah. you know no injury, knock on wood, right? right? Assuming health, that's gone. You know, I think he's still behind him in in total completions as well. That's definitely gone, right? Yeah. <laughs> Brady is really like so. So when it comes to that Belichick versus Brady debate that come that's going to come down the road if Brady gets a second Super Bowl ring even with just the one and Belichick if he doesn't get another one people are going to be use that against him but hey look Brady has this stat this stat this stat this stat like he did it for this many years right we right. I mean I think we we talked about after the Super Bowl that Brady a, a lot of like the greatest players might have two Hall of Fame careers like I think you could say you know someone like Kobe Bryant had two Hall of Fame careers, even right. like a LeBron James. If you cut his career off at at the end of Miami, right? That's that's two Hall of Fame careers that he's had between the Cleveland and L.A. run, you know. Right, right. But Brady has had three. Brady right. has had <laughs> that Troy Aikman phase, right? You know, being a good player on a good team and just getting those three Super Bowls. He had like a Dan Marino phase in the middle where he's putting <laughs> up all these ungodly, you know, these like crazy, crazy numbers. Yeah. And then he's had a back half Joe Montana phase with four <laughs> Super Bowls in the in the back third of his career. A lot right, of putting right, up right. great numbers and an MVP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, was it, what, I think before last year, at some point, they're just like looking at his career. And you like, there's a nice split, right? Whereas like the yards were matching. And like, it was just incredible. You're like, yo, just one person would make, the hall of fame right like one one of these halves what is like a hall of fame career and but now he's in thirds right one of the, <laughs> all three of these are hall of fame quarterbacks to me like all like he, you could actually split his career into three and have three hall of fame quarterbacks and that's just insane to think about it is definitely insane but hey we're just pissing bill belichick even more off right now he's, he's, he's about to sign someone else uh, you know for for a lot of money for no reason because of us but <laughs> this is a fun conversation we'll see you know how this works right hopefully this works out for the patriots worst thing is they don't make the playoffs like oh my goodness i could not imagine what would be going through in, in like bill belichick's head if that happened but this is a fun conversation we'll keep the talking about the carousel continues it continues like russell wilson deshaun watson there's a couple more moves we'll see and, and, and with these rookie quarterbacks coming in I, a lot of things will be happening and we'll keep continuing right. this because uh, we'll definitely have a, a QB focused episode come out after the draft. You know, that'll probably be the, I assume most of our, most of our teams will have their starting quarterbacks by the end of draft night. So yeah. we'll, we'll definitely have to to go through and, and just that'll have our final recap episode, the QB carousel. Yeah. Sounds good. But until then we are done. We are out. See ya. <laughs>